Pow. It's Wednesday night. I'm here doing the podcast. I've had a Bundaberg ginger beer, non-alcoholic. Um, but I'm flying. I've also just eaten two brunch bars. Um, <clears throat> and they just really, really hit the spot for me. Um, I did have a real dinner as well. Um, kind of grilled up some lamb chops. Turns out I don't really like lamb very much, but, you know, sorry about that. Um, um, anyway, we're here, and I've got some things to talk about, and it's going to be a nice, nice evening. It's 13 minutes past 7 p.m., so I'm kind of flying here. I've, I've, I've got my, my second wind for the day. And that's good because I think for the past few times I've been doing this podcast well too late, well too late. Um, and I've been kind of nearly falling asleep at the wheel. So, um, yeah, we're here and I'm, and we're excited. So come with me on this journey for like 20 minutes or so, maybe longer. It depends how, how far I can, I can, um, kind of stretch out these stories but yeah we'll do the uh the little thing now the the interlude and i'll be back goodbye hi again um so the first thing i want to talk about is uh i think i mentioned it last time it, uh, I'm not quite sure why it came up, but it's a story that uh, is kind of... Uh, I think I was maybe talking about um, how things sort of live with me as a person. So, like, um, you know, if say, say if someone I don't really know, but someone who's kind of aware of me and who I am, uh, if they were to just sort of randomly say, the way that you wear your shirts are a bit odd, I'd probably think about that every night um, before bed for for at least for at least a few days. Struggles, struggles for me. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of. It's it's always it's not deep intense things that that hurt me. It's it's weird. It's like kind of chinks in armor for me. It's like uh, you know, my arm is weak at the sort of hip <laughs> as opposed to like the neck. Sorry, I just choked on something there. <coughs> Good God, the COVID. Um, yeah, I'm sort of. I'm weak at the hip rather than at the neck. Uh, so I don't know what I'm talking about there. Um, but yeah, so it's not typical. My armor doesn't have the typical weaknesses. It's just random areas. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Anyway. Um, and the this story that I'm about to tell you is kind of a, what, a classic one. The classic one of these stories um, of kind of... Sorry, of the stories of this issue um, being prevalent in my life. 
and um, I'll have to preface, preface, preface it, preface. I'll have to preface it um, with some context because I think it's important. So um, I'm going to have to take you back to when I was in sick form. I think I was uh, like 17, 16, 17, maybe, no, probably not 18. I'd like to think I wasn't 18. So I can say I was young and foolish. But um, yeah. Basically, when when we when we were in sick form, we had the opportunity to do this thing called junior achievement, and um, I think in hindsight, I didn't take the opportunity for what it was at all. I took it as um, what seventeen-year-old me thought it was, which was um, an afternoon off every week. Um, until the, until it finishes, basically. Every week, I think it was an afternoon off, you got to go in with a team um, and spend the afternoon working on your business idea. That would, if it made money, benefit the school. So naturally, um, I gathered... Uh, well, I didn't really gather. I think I might have been gathered by someone else. But anyway, we, you know, I, I came together with, I want to say, one, two, three, four. I think it was four, hopefully four. Four of my, my good friends from school, all of whom, um, you know, I think we all sort of shared the same level of disdain um, an apathy for the uh, for the junior achievement. Um, no, we didn't. We didn't hold it. We didn't have any disdain towards it, but we definitely didn't give a shit. Um, excuse my language. Um, and yeah, we created this business, which the the team name it eludes me at the moment. I think it was like it was just. I think it was like something to do with creating um, or imagination or something horrendous. Uh, basically, is like a name of a, a, a uh, any one of the random names of from The Apprentice that you would find team names from The Apprentice, um, except for the fact that there weren't business people behind it. It was seventeen-year-old lads who um, who had absolutely zero intention of um, you know forging a company from it. So. We create this team, um, and week by week, we we waste our time. We pretty much do nothing. Um, so we created the team name. We thought about, you know, are we going to make a business? Um, and we pretty much said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, we came up with business ideas. I remember one of them was, um, I think, topical at the time, because um, we were all getting the school bus. Um, I think it was a like a bus tracker. So as opposed to, um, you know, having to stick to the, the bus timetable, which was ropey um, at best, there would be such a thing as a bus tracker, which would essentially just GPS track buses for you. So you'd know basically where it is um, and you'd know if you've missed it or not. Um, and you'd have an app on your phone, which 
nowadays doesn't seem at all uh, far-fetched. Back then, it just seemed mad, and we obviously didn't have the tech or any idea behind the tech behind it. So <coughs> we basically just said, you know, um, you know, what's a slightly out of you know out there idea, and we pretty much came up with a bunch of them. Um, I'm struggling to think what else we had, but um, it was all just things like that. I want to say there might have been something involving vending machines. Basically, we we um, came up with the idea that we were we weren't a business creating any uh, products or anything like that. We were an ideas house, so we we basically thought our job was to think. We would think for you. Um, a think tank. That's an actual word. That's what companies sometimes are. Yeah. So we were a bit of ahead. We were a bit ahead of our time. We were a, we were a corporate think tank. Um, we didn't do a lot of thinking, but the 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 the, the thought was there. I think the, the the heart, the the key core behind the business was there. So. Oh and God, we had a we had like a mentor who turned up, guy fairly prominent in his in his field, but we were seventeen year old lads who had absolutely zero interest in his field, so we didn't care. Um, so he'd come in, he was tortured, um, you know, and he and I think he knew pretty early on that we were a lost cause, and by the end of it, we had corrupted him, um, and he was fully on board with the with the think tank, the ideas house, and we. Um, you know, we made him one of our own, and and that was a really, really kind of both uh, something I'm proud of, but I think in hindsight I'm almost a bit sad. We we you know we broke him, and I'm not quite sure where he's at um, now in his career. I suspect if I had a lasting impression on him, um, he's presumably no longer in his job, and for that I apologise. Um. So anyway, that's your background. Uh, the end goal of the junior achievement sort of initiative was that at the end, you'd get to go to kind of this hotel, um, somewhere in somewhere and you would have a nice dinner and there'd be an award ceremony and there was presumably speakers. I genuinely don't even remember what happened there except for eating dinner and and the awards, I guess we must not have been listening to the speakers. And for that, I apologize again, um, you know, for the time wasted or, you know, the thoughts that I maybe should have taken on board back then. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yes, there was this big award ceremony at the end. So we did no work. Um, well, I think we made a vague presentation or had something probably printed out some flyers and that was about it. We went, we go to the awards ceremony or we're on the way and we decide, right, we're all going to meet up on the bus, um, you know, topical as well, because we were talking about the bus tracker. So maybe what would happen was we'd, you know, we'd be meeting up on the bus. Maybe the bus would be two minutes late or a couple of minutes early. And, and, and I could use that anecdote on stage when talking about the bus tracker. So, you know, it was, there was always some thought behind it, but absolutely no, um, no conviction, no belief in the in the business. So, yeah, we all meet up on the bus. I get on the bus first. 
I um, th- I, I want to say the bus journey was maybe about an hour, best part of an hour. I'm dressed in my Sunday best at this point, um, which is odd because I put no effort into the actual um, the business side of it, but I really cared about how I looked on the night. So I believe I was wearing a um, you know really rather nice kind of navy, like a dark navy blue um, shirt, button down shirt. And I remember now it had a uh, on the collar, kind of down in the on the middle of the collar, it had a uh, stripe, sort of a black stripe, which was tasteful because it wasn't that much darker. In, in fact, it could have just been a darker navy blue, um, and it it just gave it just enough um quirkiness so it was still it was it was it was smart but it just had a slight something different just to keep everyone on their toes so i wore that button down and i think i even wore a blazer as well and i had my had some good shoes on and probably my work trousers uh sorry my school trousers and um you know the school trousers that i'd been farting in for years at that stage that's good um so yeah get on the bus, all good. Meet my friends, they're in the next town along, I think, and there's a couple of others on the way. We're all there, we're fine. We're sitting in the back seats because we're uh, we're thinking we're cool kids, we run the bus. Um, anyway, we're about half an hour into the bus journey, and, I decide, and I'm starting to feel that I need to go to the toilet. Um, I need to go for a number one, that's the key here. There's no number two business involved here, um, which in hindsight is a godsend. I'm not sure what I could have possibly done. Um, So I think I need the toilet here, but I'll make it. Um, So, uh, you know, and gradually as we as we keep going, getting towards our destination on the bus at this stage, there's nothing really you can do about needing the toilet. Us being us, I'm fairly sure we had got the latest possible bus that we could have got to ensure that we get uh, to the award ceremony um, on time. So, of course, if I got off the bus to um, go for a wee, I'm missing the award ceremony. I'm, I'm going to be late. So, yeah. That was the situation, so I thought, right, I'm just going to power through, I'm going to make it, it's, a, it's an act of will. Um, we make it, we do get to our destination, however, <clears throat> the hotel's kind of in the middle of town, and, and we get off the bus uh, sort of at the start of town, because I believe the bus basically doesn't go to that area, um, it was always going to be a walk. So, this town is not a town I know very well. It's a town I go uh, once a month or once a quarter. Something a couple times a quarter, once a month. Um, And so I I don't know it all too well. And I get off the bus and I'm bursting at this stage. I am, I'm in agony. I think at this stage, and I've had it a few times in my life, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm not going to be um, lying here when I say that I, I can imagine that my bladder had expanded to 
the point where it would have felt like a, a, a large water balloon ready to explode. Sometimes if I hold a Wii so far, if I've been sat down, I can't stand up straight. I'm not sure what that means, but I wonder if me sitting down and kind of the bend of my legs and um, body, kind of the 90 degreeness there, I don't know if that then kind of just allows for slightly more room. Because if I stand, if I would try to stand up straight, it would either burst or my my winky would leak. So, um, so yeah, I'm in that sort of situation. I don't know what to do, and I don't, I don't know if there are public toilets. If there are, there's no way of knowing where they are. This isn't my town, um, and it's worth saying my my companions they were equally as um, unsure about where where we're going here. So, I decide. I'm just gonna have to. Um, I'm just gonna have to find somewhere. So we're walking around, and um, I basically find an alley that's sort of near where we will need to be walking to get to our end destination. But I find an alley, and I'm thinking, right, okay, I'm gonna go down this alley, and then. Once done, I'll just run all the way back and we'll just walk and I'll catch the guys up. They might have waited. I think I think they might have been courteous enough to wait for me, and that's great. Anyway, I, I choose my alley. Like, we, you know, there's all manner of alleys at this stage. It's a fairly big town. There's lots of alleys and kind of, you know, just nooks and crannies that you can go in. I was thinking, this should be fine. So I choose an alley. I take a left, a right, a left. Like I, I honestly go so deep into that alley. I take so many turns. I, I'm essentially taking the greatest possible care to find the most secluded, you know, deliberately hard to get to area in this whole town to basically relieve myself against a wall. Like what I imagine a lot of young men do on the weekend anyway. And yet they wouldn't have the courtesy to even to even go to such depths. They'd maybe just do it on the street, on the side of the street that I was going to walk down. But no, I decided I will take myself out of this situation. I will find the, a dark corner and I'll get going. Anyway... <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me so i wonder if that's like a you know freudian response or something don't even know if a freudian response exists but anyway i'm anyway i find my destination it is if my memory serves me correct it appears to be kind of like just an alley i couldn't quite i i it, it's not the type of thing that I see in my own hometown. My own my own hometown is very much a village. Everyone lives in pretty obvious houses, um, and then the shops are obviously up how uh, shops. That's kind of how it works for me. In this town, everywhere is either 
everywhere basically looks like buildings and they could be houses they could be shops they could be apartments they could be a hotel they could be a co-op it could be a creche it could be where you get your dog's hair cut because apparently that exists now and i'm you know vehemently against that as a concept but maybe we'll get onto that in another podcast everything kind of looks the same it's all gray brick cobblestone floor um frankly not my favorite place in the world anyway i find this spot um there's kind of a gate nearby and i'm thinking right get your pants down get it all going and i get it all going and because I'd been waiting for so long. Best believe it was a long, long old number one. Um, and I apologize for any of my distinguished listeners that this is, um, you know, too graphic for you. But yes, um, it was the longest uh, we of my life. And anyway, behind me, I hear... Um, I hear someone call out, Oi! And I'm, I, if I had needed to go for a number two at that stage, I certainly would have soiled my pants. Um, I fortunately didn't. Um, and I kind of turned around while continuing to relieve myself because, um, as all of you know, if you're in the situation where you are providing a number one um, for for the world, uh, it's hard to stop it. It's it's a physical act. It's a mental act. And at that stage, I was a broken man. I'd been I'd been battling the warnings for 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 a long time, minutes, tens of minutes, half an hour or longer, um, and. Um, I turn around and it's a, a man with his hands completely and utterly full with Tesco bags. Um, he had clearly been on his weekly Tesco shop um, and uh, I was pissing on his uh, front gate basically. So, yeah, sorry I said pissing there. I don't think it's a swear word, but, you know, I was pissing on his front gate, okay? And I think when he said, oi, I'm, I, I want to say that I remember to this day, I think he said, oi, you prick. And that is, I think the, I think that's the most sincerely I've been called a prick in my life. <clears throat> And to be honest with you, I, I think it it was a fair assessment of me at that time. I was a prick, probably, and I might still be. Um, and yes, I mean my my wink, uh, my yeah, my winky was out. I was still number oneing. He was there. He called me a prick. He was clearly livid. And um, yeah, was returning with a shop. And by the way, I had relieved myself a lot on his front gate um it didn't look like a front gate to me like a sort of because it was a wooden kind of front it was a wooden gate kind of embossed into a larger wall type thing it honestly just looked like some sort of thing 
I mean, why I assumed that no one would either be coming out or going into the gate, I don't know. I was 17, I was a fool. Um, and he he's going to kind of chase me at this stage. I start going, oh, sorry, sorry, like I'm a mess at this stage because I'm I'm a broken man, as I say. I've been beaten by this uh, by 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 this um, requirement of a, of a number one, and I'm also now in the current state of um, being mortified. I it's the most mortified I've ever been. I you know I chose. I need to make it absolutely clear. I chose to navigate so deeply into this kind of labyrinth of a of a of a town to find somewhere random to go for a wee i tried my best to find somewhere secluded and i just so happened to find this person's house um right as he's getting home with his weekly shop so presumably when he you know his gate or whatever kind of at least in front or around his gate would have been probably smelling quite bad for a while maybe a day a night hopefully it rained um and yeah i ran with my pants by my ankles um i somehow managed to get away um presumably he just kind of he he gave up the chase early doors realizing ugh, he had to probably get his chicken in the fridge quickly otherwise his whole family would die so you know i respect his decision to not chase me in fact i i i prefer that he didn't and yes um like i remember it all so vividly and it's probably my 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 most shameful moment um to be pissing on his front gate um yeah all around disappointing uh but yeah just just uh i suppose that is a cautionary tale um don't make your well always make sure that you've been to the toilet properly before you go off on an, on an expedition it's worth saying on the night um we ended up going um we we ended up getting there i was fine i presume i had a lot of number one sort of splashed all over my um my kind of trousers and legs. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but yeah, the, the ceremony went ahead. We did our presentation. I think it was fine. Um, I think I performed quite well, given the, the, the sort of anxiety I was now carrying. Oh, I figured the guy might track us down. He, he must have thought, well, we can only be going to the Junior Achievement Awards because that's, that's the most prestigious... Um, you know, event of the of the evening. They could only be there. Turns out he didn't find us in the end. Um, uh, I can only imagine it might not have been the worst thing he's ever seen in his life. Um, but yeah, the awards went ahead. We won an award, miraculously, the Student's Choice Award, which I think is largely down to the fact that Initially, I think we were a bit hated for our um, apathy for the whole um, enterprise, and then I think by the end there was there was a mixture of kind of pity and respect, and I think they came together as a powerful um, 
a powerful sort of tonic and we we ended up winning the student's choice and then obviously the you know more deserving winners won the real awards and uh but we all had a really quite nice time i had a good dinner and um ultimately i've never i've never since um weed on anyone's front gate so it was an important life lesson for me um, always make sure you've adequately um, relieved yourself before you um, intend on going out. Yeah, um, well, this has been a massively long story, nearly 27 minutes. So I think that's all right. I might leave it at this. Um, yeah, I might do a, I might do a bonus episode at some stage soon, but maybe I won't. Um, but yeah, hopefully that was that was worth the wait. Anyway, we will do a uh, quick break. I'm going to drink some more of my ginger beer, and I'll be back. Hi. Thanks. Um, well, thanks for listening, actually. Um, it's very good of you to spend some of your time listening to me talk um, about anything. Um, and I feel like that was actually quite therapeutic to put it out there into the public domain. I haven't spoken about that very often because genuinely it's a bit, um, I'm quite ashamed of it. Um, but I don't think I should be. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world and I had good intentions. So yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Just be careful when when these things happen maybe just try and just make sure you know where public toilets are uh anyway thanks for listening um have a really nice rest of your week uh i'm gonna be back i'll do another podcast again i will maybe do this podcast forever um feel free to let me know if you've got anything that you want me to talk about or if you like the podcast, let me know. It's nice when people tell me they listen. Um, I obviously have the stats, and I can tell that only two people listen, or however many, but it's it's not an awful lot. But And I probably know who you all are, but still. If, if this is your first time listening, let me know, and it's cool. Um, and if it's not, then I, I appreciate you all the same. Um... Yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Be nice to other people and be nice to yourself because that's equally important. And I will speak to you all next week. Goodbye.